Hello and welcome to another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist podcast. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. If you haven't yet subscribed, make sure you do so you never miss an episode. If you're a first-time listener, please note that this podcast is not meant to assess, diagnose, or treat narcissistic personality disorder. My intention for this podcast is to provide some insight and encouragement to those of you who exhibit narcissistic tendencies, so you can start to break some of those negative patterns of behavior and live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. Today I would like to further explore the concept of contempt. The Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse is a metaphor used to depict the end of times. They describe conquest, war, hunger, and death. Dr. John Gottman used this metaphor to describe communication styles that can, according to his research, predict the end of a relationship. For further information on the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, listen to my episode about the four behaviors to avoid in your relationship. Dr. Gottman has referred to contempt as the sulfuric acid of love, and he considered it the most destructive of the four horsemen. His research has shown that contempt is the single greatest predictor of divorce. In my experience, the partners of individuals with narcissistic tendencies often report that contempt is the biggest issue they face when communicating with their partner. Specifically, They reported that their narcissistic partner often displayed contempt when they were having an argument, or when they did something that displeased them. What is surprising is that the narcissistic individual is often unaware that they are showing contempt towards their partner. They are often surprised that the way they are communicating is having such a negative impact on their partner. When asked, the narcissistic person will often state that they are communicating towards their partner the way they speak to themselves. They are simply mirroring their own inner voice. You may believe that you do not engage in this type of behavior, but if you are someone with narcissistic tendencies, it is important to know what constitutes contemptuous behavior and how it affects your partner. So what is contempt? Contempt is a pattern of attitudes and behaviors that may be directed towards a group or an individual. It conveys the feeling that someone is beneath your consideration, unworthy, and deserving of scorn. This can be shown by your tone of voice, disrespect, mockery, body language, and use of negative words that are meant to make the other person feel incompetent, beneath you, or absurd. Essentially, contempt is a damaging emotion that invalidates others that are in your life. It's interesting to note that American philosopher Robert C. Solomon placed contempt on the same continuum as resentment and anger. He argued that the differences between the three are that resentment is anger directed towards a higher status individual, anger is directed towards an equal status individual, and contempt is anger directed towards a lower status individual. Contempt can be extreme such as behavior that includes hostility and disgust. But more often than not, contempt is subtle, and the person displaying the behavior may not be aware of what they are doing, or how they are coming across to the person trying to communicate with them. I want to provide you with some examples of contempt, so you can determine if you are engaging in this behavior. 
As I mentioned before, contempt can be expressed by your tone of voice towards the other person. Without realizing it, you may speak to the other person as if they are incapable of understanding you, speaking to them as if they are a child, or of lesser intelligence. You may also display your contempt by speaking to the other person disrespectfully and rudely. Out of your own frustration of not feeling heard, you may mock them and mimic the way they speak. For example, during an argument, you may repeat what your partner is saying and use an exaggerated or disrespectful tone. Some examples of micro-expressions of contempt are rolling your eyes when your partner says or does something you don't agree with, sneering at your partner when they are speaking or doing something you dislike, and ignoring your partner when they are speaking. Micro-expressions of contempt may also include the way you position your body when your partner is trying to communicate with you. For example, placing your hands on your hips when your partner is speaking can communicate impatience or disbelief. Putting your hands up and pushing out your palms towards your partner when they are trying to communicate denotes disrespect and not caring what they have to say. Without realizing it, you may say cruel and disrespectful things to your partner, and when they react to what is said, you may claim that you are only joking. For example, you may put down your partner by saying something about their weight, and when they react negatively, you may claim that you are only joking and that they shouldn't be so sensitive. Or you may put down your partner in front of others and later claim that you were just kidding. You may not realize that you are engaging in this type of harmful behavior. You may simply be communicating in the way you were taught. Perhaps you were raised in a household that primarily used sarcasm and hostile humor as a way to communicate, instead of using loving and supportive words. As an adult, it's important that you realize the impact of your communication style. I believe that learning to recognize contempt will help you lessen or put a stop to these behaviors, which in turn will allow you to develop healthier communication skills. I want to take a moment to commend you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I know it isn't easy to hear that you may not be communicating in the most effective way and may be harming your relationship. Although difficult, I do believe that if you are willing to do the work, you can improve the way you communicate with your partner. And in time, you will be able to express yourself in a manner that will not elicit a combative and unproductive response from your partner. I think it would be helpful for you to understand what it feels like to be on the receiving end of contempt. Partners of narcissistic individuals report that when they experience contempt during a discussion, they will often completely shut down. They will stop engaging in the discussion and will engage in stonewalling. Stonewalling is the refusal to communicate or participate in the discussion. Your partner may feel that nothing they say or do will be good enough, so they will resort to giving you the silent treatment. Repeatedly being on the receiving end of contempt will make a person feel inadequate and insecure in their actions. Many partners of narcissistic individuals report that because of contempt, they often feel that their self-worth is being chipped away. They state that they have a more negative self-image and feel unsure and insecure in their relationship. They report feeling isolated and exhausted and will eventually begin to avoid their partner. As a result of this, there will be a complete breakdown in communication 
which may lead to the breakup of the relationship. It's important to note that contempt is not only unhealthy for your relationship, it's also bad for your health. Studies have shown that in relationships where contempt is part of the communication style, the individuals are more likely to suffer from a compromised immune system. As a result, they are more likely to suffer from colds, allergies, digestive problems, and infections. It's important to understand why you may be engaging in contemptuous behaviors. Individuals with narcissistic tendencies may be displaying contempt out of the belief that they are not being heard. They may feel during an argument or discussion that they are in a vulnerable position and that they need to defend themselves. Narcissistic individuals do not like to be perceived as weak because this may lead to them being taken advantage of. As a result, you may perceive the slightest indication of disrespect as a personal attack and take on an offensive position. The issue with this is that you may not be able to see the whole picture because you have become hyper-focused on self-protection. At that moment, you are not just standing up for yourself, but you are seeing your partner as an enemy that you must work against. It's important to note that when you express contempt towards someone, you are passing judgment on the other person. You may judge them as someone that is purposely trying to hurt you, annoy you, question your authority, question your intelligence, essentially question who you are. You may lose sight that the other person may just be expressing their point of view. They may not be out to get you. They rightfully have their own perspective on the issue and want to express themselves. In order to keep contempt out of your relationship, Dr. Gottman recommends that you nurture a culture of fondness and admiration. One way to do this is to learn to tolerate disagreements. If a person has a different point of view from you, it does not mean that they are attacking your beliefs. It simply means that they are seeing the issue from their vantage point. You have to learn to communicate in a gentle and non-confrontational manner. This includes learning to control physical representations of contempt. You must learn to control your eye rolls, tone of voice, and other displays of contempt that we discussed. Another way to enhance fondness and admiration between you and your partner is to express your love and appreciation for one another on a daily basis. It's interesting to note that according to Dr. Gottman's research, for every negative feeling or interaction in a relationship, there must be five positive feelings or interactions. So for every negative thing you may say to your partner, you need to make the effort to do five positive and loving acts. Overall, stable and happy couples are the ones that share more positive feelings and actions than negative ones. Imagine how many more positive and special moments you can share if only you were able to communicate in a more mindful and loving way. It's important to note that the overall goal is not to be less narcissistic to the people around you. The ultimate goal is to learn to nurture those you love so they can blossom into the healthiest versions of themselves. I hope this message finds you well today. And again, great job for being here and listening. And as always, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist podcast. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. And until next time, see you soon.